What's up, guys? And thank you for joining me. Make sure that you take some time to subscribe, rate, and review my podcast. That is what is going to keep me going. I really, really do appreciate all the love and the listens. You guys have been amazing. I want to jump into today's episode and get pretty deep about something that's really been on my heart the last week. And it is that today is a week away from my son's first birthday. August 21st, a week from today, next Tuesday, my son will be one years old. And I know I'm repeating myself and I know I'm talking about something that is inevitable. Everyone's child, you have a child, of course, and within a year, they're one years old. Um, But I think the majority of you know um, my son was born premature and we weren't sure for months, you know, watching him go through it and blood transfusions and brain bleeds and losing weight, um, whether we would be blessed with the opportunity to enjoy him and his life. And we have, he has been by far the greatest blessing I've, I will ever have in my entire life. Um, And I know he was placed on this earth to be something special. And I know every mom says that. Every mom says their kid's the cutest kid, the smartest kid. Um, But my son was born three months early on the day of the solar eclipse. Literally minutes before the solar eclipse occurred. Not anywhere near his due date. Three months early on the solar eclipse day, which is something that only happens like every decade so I know that boy is destined for something great and I'm just I feel beyond blessed that he chose me and I get to witness it so today I want to talk about what my first year of motherhood literally no hood like motherhood has taught me so Let's jump right in. One thing that I have learned since being a mother is that mommy shaming shit is real. And I can't believe it. I can't believe it for the life of me. I thought, I just knew that the most sympathetic people were going to be moms. Because you live day in and day out of someone trying your patience. So I just knew mommies going through it themselves would understand, but apparently they don't. Apparently, there are some moms out there that are the most judgmental people I've ever met in my life. And so that I don't jump on the mommy shaming train, I'm going to back off, but unfortunately, it's true. So mommy shaming is real, and to any mommies out there, I hope and pray that you learn the other thing I learn, which brings me to there is no such thing as being a perfect mom. Perfection almost never exists. Don't we kind of just wing it? (laughs) You can't help when you're pregnant, but to think like besides just the basic stuff like I'm going to have the smartest kid I'm going to teach him everything I'm going to go above and beyond to read every book to him teach him early he's going to be so smart Um, that's natural I think 
but you also think that you're going to be this perfect mother. And I don't mean like high heels and slim fitting pants, pushing a stroller, perfect mom. I think some of us think that too. I know I was hoping for it, but just perfect mom, like be there for your child all the time, be healthy all the time, you know, be there for every waking moment, not miss them sitting up or walking or, you know, feeling like no one could take care of them the way you could take care of them. So just being that perfect mom and what I have learned is perfection with children. Well, shit, perfection does not exist, period. We're all human. Humans make mistakes. But being a perfect mommy, that's like three times harder. So no such thing as a perfect mama. Another thing that I have learned, and my I'm not talking about you, I'm praying with you, but... I'm praying for single mothers seriously because I couldn't imagine. I remember being pregnant and having moments where I would think, you know, I mean, pregnancy makes you just either love your significant other or you can't stand them. I'm certain there were plenty of times where I couldn't stand Chris. So I I know I thought plenty of times like I could do this. There's single moms everywhere. Like, I could totally do this if I had to. I could take care of my son. And physically and financially and factually, I could. But what I have learned is to successfully raise your child, you have to involve and invite a village. I don't know what we would be doing without our babysitter. That takes care of Cameron Monday through Friday. That's like his other mom. I don't know what we would do without his grandparents. I don't know what we would do without our weekend babysitter that we only, you know, we call like once or twice a month so that we can have a night to ourselves because we're not healthy parents if we're not mentally healthy. We have Chris's sisters that love our son. You know, I have my mentor. My friends, they check on Cameron all the time. It literally takes a village. And sometimes we don't want to ask for help, and that's not going to give. When you are tired, and none of your clothes are clean, and you haven't even given your child a bath yet, and he doesn't want to eat because his throat hurts, and he can't tell you because he can't talk, you have to pick up the phone and ask for help. Put your pride aside. It takes a village. Now, I'm going to tread lightly when I say this, so don't freak. But you do have to prepare to make some major sacrifices. And I would even lean to say that you will sacrifice your dreams. Not forever, but you will either sacrifice them temporarily or whatever plan or journey you are on may be in slow motion now. And maybe that's just me. I move really, really fast. That's what I like to do. If I see something and I want it, you can give me about 30 days unless it's timed, like a degree or something. But 30 to 60 days, I'll have what I want. Um, I just become obsessed with things that I want. And Cameron... (laughs) has made me 
put all those things in slow motion it's almost like they just naturally became number three or number four on my list do I want those things any less absolutely not did a child make me lazy absolutely not however taking care of him is priority number one taking care of myself is priority number two then I can go after the things I want and sometimes a simple task that would take me four hours now takes me four days. So temporarily, things may be on hold or they may be in slow motion, but they don't, your dreams don't end. And I'm really dying for people to stop saying that. Your dreams don't end when you have children. Hell, if you do it right, they'll light a fire under your butt. I know my son did. And maybe my situation is fairly different. I stopped being scared of things when I saw how resilient my son was in the hospital. When I saw him spend day after day in there and not cry and not whine and still be happy once he started to get healthy and spent 82 days in there, I just thought, wow, the little insignificant things I complain about in life and my son's in here fighting for his life the most resilient fighter I've ever seen what the hell am I doing with my life like go get what you want go get it now and don't stop until you do so that you can show your son mommy is a go-getter mommy doesn't quit so my son lit a fire under my butt needless to say so that's another thing I learned is if you let them, your children will give you a bigger why. A much, much bigger why. And maybe I'm just too selfless, but I was always kind of a reason enough to do the things that I dreamed of, but my son is more than a reason enough to do everything that I ever wanted and to put this family in the right position for us to live the life we want. Speaking of the life we want, I heard this the other day and I thought, yes, that is absolutely right. I really did learn this year, this this year. Money can buy happiness. Don't cringe your teeth when I say that. Money can buy happiness when you do good things with your money. So did we buy another car? No. You know, did we did we buy things we didn't need for Cameron? No. But you know what money does do? Money pays a babysitter that keeps my son safe and makes me feel good while I'm away at work, knowing that my son is in a safe place. Money pays, pays a babysitter on the weekend so that Chris and I can get a night out to keep our sanity because for a week straight, Cameron hasn't slept at night. Money can take us, you know, on a family trip to Universal before school starts so that we can all spend quality time together. And I know, yeah, you can spend quality time together at a restaurant at home too, but money allows us to do that too. Money allows us both to spend an extra day at home, you know, skip work, spend quality time together and still be able to pay the bills. When money is used properly, it can buy happiness because it has for this family. And I can say that proudly. Another thing I learned about motherhood is that even though being a mommy is the most amazing job I've ever had and will ever have 
nothing can beat it. It is also the most thankless job I've ever had. I heard that once before and I think while I was pregnant and it has been no more than clear to me now. You are taking care of someone that is 110% independent on you for their entire living. And besides a smile, it will be years, literally years before they say, thank you, mama. And maybe they say it when they're three and it makes you happier than ever and it makes up for all the work you put in. But for now, first year, you're not getting a thank you. You are working to work to work to receive nothing in return but smiles and snuggles, which is fine with me. Also, take pride in your new management skills. You have new skills to add to your resume because if you are a mother and you're listening, you are with me on this right now. If you thought at any point in your life that you're busy right now and you don't have children, let me forewarn you. Use your time wisely because every mommy I know, new mommy I know, is like, when I used to think I was busy, what the hell was I doing with my time? Because I thought I was busy before I had a child and now I'm like super ridiculously busy and can't even find time to like go to the bathroom by myself or take a shower without a crying baby or, you know, do something I used to do every other week, like get a pedicure. No, no. So word to the wise, if you by chance have a significant goal that your life is riding on, that you are in dire straits, that you want nothing more than this, jump all over it. And try to do it before you have kids because it'll take you twice as long. I've also learned to stop comparing, especially like this kind of ties in with the mommy shaming thing. But women love to talk about their children, myself included. And as soon as you instantly say something about your child, a mother will rebuttal with the same activity that their child is doing. They may be doing a lot better. Most of the time they are. And you cannot compare your child to someone else's because it will kill you. My son's growth right now is stunted. And I say that in the nicest way. I love it. There's nothing wrong with my son. Not in the slightest. He's just behind for his age. That's all. But he's going to catch up. So if I hear, you know, my friends who had their daughter days away from us saying, oh, she's, you know, our daughter's walking, you know, walking and, um, you know, waving bye-bye and all of these things. And, you know, my son, my son just, he still can't even crawl. He just learned how to stand up. Comparison is the thief, thief of all joy, whether you're comparing yourself to someone else or your family to someone else's. It will take away your joy. And that takes me in to the next one. Enjoy the priceless moments. Every moment you get with your child is the last time they will be that young. So the moments when 
I try to be hard and get upset because my son wants to snuggle with me in bed instead of lay in his own crib. And I think I'm such a bad mother because I'm supposed to be teaching my son how to sleep in his crib. I just kind of think, no, you know what? My son will never be this young again. This is the last day he'll be this young. And weeks from now, he may never want to snuggle with me again. So enjoy the priceless moments, the silly milestones like... I am still on my hands and knees holding my breath for my son to crawl. When he crawls, I'm going to lose my shit. And never did I ever think I would be a sucker like this. And boy, am I. I'm a straight sucker. Like, my son, like, halfway waves, and I'm freaking out, yelling at everybody, like, look, look, look at what my baby's doing. Like, you swear you won't be that mom? Watch. Just watch. Turn you into a softy a softy and uh also i also figured out that i'm a little smarter than i thought because instincts are real that motherly instinct thing is flipping real it's like manifestation or magic or something like you kind of you don't believe it until you see it that instinct, that motherly instinct is so freaking real. My son had a rash. I mean, stuff like this is happening over and over, but my son had a rash at one point and we took pictures, called around, sent it to people and everyone said it was a heat rash. Um, but my baby was miserable and I just knew I was like, that sounds like crap. And so by the night, it got really, really bad and like kind of stretched all over his face. So we were in Orlando, which is an hour and a half away from home, and we took him to the emergency room. And they gave him an antibiotic and told me he had some type of like bacterial infection that he had spread. And I was like, mm, don't you have to like physically spread it with your hands? And he's like, yeah, he's probably been scratching it and spreading it. And I'm like, I've never seen my son scratch anything. He doesn't scratch. Like, I've never even seen him have the ability to scratch. He doesn't really take his hand and grasp anything. So what's he scratching? And we left, picked up the antibiotic, gave it to Cameron one day. And then that Monday morning, I was like, I have to call his doctor because I just don't believe this lady. And sure enough, I took him to the doctor. And my doctor was like, uh, no, throw that antibiotic away. That is not what he has. He had hand, foot, and mouth disease, which is not curable with an antibiotic. He just had to let it run its system. Um, and I'm going overboard about that. But my point is this. Motherly instincts, instincts are real. And I have learned to embrace them and trust them. If I feel that my son feels a certain way, I'm probably 99.9% .9 chance I'm right. Because I know my baby. He's a part of me. And last but not least... I have literally learned to let things go, to let the obsession with perfection go, just to let it all go. Like, <laughs> I love a clean house. I love having cooked meals at night. I would love for my son not to dirty up the floor. I would love for him not to be a mess before I give him a bath. but. My baby is learning and he's thriving and he needs to be able to explore. So if he throws foot on the food on the floor or throws up as soon as I put on his brand new clothes in the morning, all over his new clothes, 
or he stays up four hours of the six hours that I'm supposed to get some sleep that night. He's just learning and exploring and I gotta let him love life. None of that is to be taken personally. I have learned that every time I might find myself almost at wit's end, my son is beautiful. He is a blessing. He's a miracle. He's magnificent. And he is learning. Let the boy make a damn mess. Let him live his best life. Let it go. Let it go. Let him throw it on the floor. You can clean it up later. It's a thankless job anyway, like I said. So I close with this. I'm looking at today and the week coming. I'm having, we're having a party for my son this weekend. And I just, I'm smiling from ear to ear because these are the moments in life where I'm like, I don't know why I'm so lucky, but boy, I am so lucky. And I just have to be thankful, really, really thankful. So if you are a mommy out there listening, I hope you take some time today and just find some gratitude for the mess, the mommy mess, the imperfect mommy mess that we live every day, that we thrive to manage, that we go to work and then we go home and we manage our side hustle and we're managers at work and we're trying to love on our babies at night, feed, bathe them, put them to sleep and then cook a meal for the family. It is a wonder and it's a crazy job, but it is the most amazing job in the world. And women, well, ladies, you already know, we're freaking superheroes, like superheroes. So to all my super women out there, I hope you love on your babies today. And thanks for checking today's episode out.